Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Welcome back, Secret Squad. I'm Robin McGraw with a delicious new episode of I've Got a Secret. Today, I'm chatting with Sawyer Hemsley, the co-founder and COO of Crumble Cookies, the fastest growing cookie company in the nation. But it gets better. Since opening its first location only five years ago, Crumble has expanded to over 400 bakeries in 36 states nationwide. And last year was reported as the fourth fastest growing restaurant chain in the country. Sawyer is behind the delicious flavor rotations, the expansion, and the iconic pink branding. Your mouth is going to water throughout this entire episode. This is the secret to how the cookie crumbles. I am so excited, Sawyer. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. This is such an honor to be on your show. Oh, we have been so excited to meet you. And sadly, this is virtual. I wish you were here in person. We would just be having even more fun. But this is just going to be the most exciting podcast for the Secret Squad out there, for all of us here in the podcast studio. And just, again, thank you for taking the time and being here with us. Absolutely. Super excited to talk my story and our story and, and all things cookies. I Let's dive in. Listen, I love the story of Crumble. Can you talk about how you and your cousin came up with the concept? Yes. I love talking about Crumble. I love talking about our story. I could talk about it all day. Um, and originally we had no plans to make cookies our career. Never. It was kind of something we fell into. I was actually in my senior year at Utah State University in Logan, Utah, studying communications and marketing. And I had ran for student body president up there because I was super involved. I loved to plan events and be, you know, just the face of the university. And I ended up losing. Long story short, oh. I said, I have to fill my time with something aside from my daily school work. And so I called my cousin. I'm like, you know what? We both love cookies. This seems like such an amazing, fun concept. And it was right at the time when DoorDash was becoming popular. And so we said, let's deliver warm cookies to people's doorsteps so they don't have to deal with the hassle or the mess. And let's give them this convenience through a cookie concept, which we called Crumble. And that in a short format is how we started Crumble. Oh my gosh. I love that idea. <laughs> Warm cookies delivered. So have you two mm -hmm. always been close? You know, we weren't always close. We had started businesses prior to Crumble, um, little businesses like an apparel company and, and a little bit of a marketing concept. But Crumble is what brought us together, honestly. Um, and it formed our bond and we're just inseparable. And going into business, it's super important to find an exceptional business partner that you can ebb and flow with, that you can bounce ideas off of. He has certain skills that I don't and vice versa. And so it's just been incredible. And it's been a, a not a hard journey, but a challenging journey 
in the aspect of we didn't grow up knowing how to bake. And so we learned how to bake cookies. And now we know everything there is to know about cookies, what makes a good cookie, what makes a bad cookie. Oh, I just love the story just from the very beginning, because here (laughs) you are, the two of you. I'm sorry that you didn't win the election, first of all. That's okay. I'm sorry. At least you tried. And you had you had that Everything passion works for, out for a reason. I totally right. agree with you. I've always said that. But I'm glad that you have this backup plan because you love cookies. Yeah. So and I love Absolutely. that that you spell it in a different way. Tell the secret squad out there how you spell your crumble. Yeah. So when we were thinking of the concept um, about crumble, we knew we had to have a name that was memorable. And so we were thinking about what happens when you're eating cookies, you know, what goes through your mind, what are the actions that take place? And if you just finished a delicious cookie, you're going to have crumbs, you know, more than likely on the table or on your shirt. And so we started to think about crumbs and crumble. And, and so we said, let's just drop the E it's silent anyway, no one says it. And this will give us more of an edge and it's brandable. And so we stuck with it. And that's how we came up with the name Crumble. Oh my gosh, I just love it. So when you said (laughs) DoorDash, did you use DoorDash to deliver the cookies or did y'all deliver them? Yeah, so we formed our own delivery system uh, with an integration from a third party. And so we would just have them order online, our customers. And we, me and my business partner, Jason, would actually go and deliver them, bake them and deliver them ourselves. It was a lot of work at the beginning. And we didn't know if it would work out. We really, you know, took a chance um, that we could easily step away from if we had to. Um, We didn't even have the right equipment at the beginning. Again, we didn't know all the ins and outs of how to make sure the cookies stayed warm when they got to the door, but we learned through trial and error. Uh And so, yes, we did deliver the cookies with a lot of friends and family help, Um, but it was such a fun time. And it's so um, fun to see where we started and where we are now. I love your story. I read that beyond collaborating with bakers, you also collaborated with your moms and grandmothers. Is that right? That's absolutely correct. So, you know, anyone can make cookies, Robin. Um, you probably made multiple batches of cookies yes. at your house with your kids or your yes. family members. Yes. It's something that is just easy to do. Um, it's messy, but it's easy. And so we knew we had to have a recipe that people would spend money on. And so we did all that we could to learn about baking. We networked with professionals. We learned about um, professional grade equipment and we dove straight into our moms and grandmas you know, family recipes. And we tried every recipe that we could find. We mixed and matched certain portions of recipes. We tried different ingredients, different brands of ingredients, different techniques during the mixing process. And we A-B tested every single batch that we made with customers. And we said, which one do you like better? Do you like semi-sweet? Do you like milk chocolate? Do you like, you know, a four ounce cookie or a 5.5 ounce cookie? We did all that we could to become masters Oh, of the cookie business. That is great. So did you and Jason agree on which recipe was the one? You know, we did at the end, but what we didn't agree on is if we should do semi-sweet or milk. I am a milk lover, Robin, yeah. but Jason loves semi-sweet. And I know semi-sweet is the more traditional option, but we took it to a survey on Twitter and uh, we let the customers and the community vote what they wanted. And believe it or not, milk chocolate won. <gasps> and so that's what we use in our cookie today oh, is I milk love, chocolate. Really? Really? I'm a dark yes. chocolate. 
a semi-sweet, <laughs> and then I would have to rank them because I like them all. But sure, I can understand sure. milk chocolate being a favorite in a cookie. Oh, we have a yeah. cookie now that oh. we come out with on occasion, but milk chocolates are our number one still. It's our top seller. I just love it. I love too that you went to your mother's and your grandmother's and asked for suggestions and that kind of thing because I raised two boys and now they each have uh -huh. two children. And still every Christmas they expect, and my grandchildren and my <laughs> daughter-in-laws expect this one cookie that I make only at Christmas time because I grew up with this cookie because my grandmother really? and my mother made this particular cookie at Christmas time. And I know if I made it in July, they probably wouldn't even eat one because it's like, no, you can only have this cookie at Christmas time, mom. But, uh, yeah. it's, and it's like, and that's it's, special. It's very, very special. And it, most people call it a wedding cookie because it's just butter and almonds and it bakes in the slow bakes in the oven for like two hours. Oh my God. And I'm, I feel like I want to give you the recipe so you'll make it on. <laughs> oh, please do. It's delicious. So oh, you should. And the thing about cookies, Robin, is they're so nostalgic. Yes. You, you, you nailed it on the head. It brings you back to a memory, whether that's with your mom or your grandma or with your two boys. And that's what makes Crumble so special is people are connected to the brand because they grew up making cookies, consuming cookies, and they're easy to fit into your lifestyle. I you know, agree. whether you're healthy or maybe you're not as health conscious, there's always room for cookies. I agree. And I, that's why I love your story so much. I was so excited to have you on because, uh, yes, everyone can remember a special time in their life when they take a bite of a cookie, especially if it's a cookie that they especially love or it reminds them of <laughs> one from their childhood. So I, 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 I love it. So from there, did you have a good idea of what types of other flavors you wanted to offer? You know, we just went straight in and we only sold chocolate chip for the first couple of months. Um, but our customers were saying, we want more than chocolate chip. Give us more flavors. And we were shocked at how much they loved just the chocolate chip cookie. And so we put our heads together and we pulled another family favorite recipe from the grave, which we call our classic pink sugar. Um, it's made with that almond, you know, flavoring. It's a little bit different than just using vanilla and we chilled it and we served it chilled. So it was a nice, refreshing, chilled sugar cookie. So that was our second cookie. And then from there, we continued to develop cookies for our customers because they wanted to see a variety. And if you know our concept today, we now have a rotating menu that features our classic chocolate chip, our chilled sugar, and four new exciting flavors that rotate out every Sunday night. Oh. And so it's 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 exciting. It's almost like Christmas Eve on Sunday to find out what cookies are going to be that week. Oh, I just, uh, yeah, I, I love your concept. And sugar cookie is my favorite cookie, other than my mother's famous Christmas cookie. I love your sugar cookie. <laughs> Thank you. They're so delicious. We love them too. They're, they're one of the things that we're known for now. We're actually a Halloween company is having a giant sugar cookie costume being made for this Halloween time. So if you're listening and you want to be the crumble sugar cookie, oh. head to your nearest Halloween store and pick it up. <laughs> that is adorable. You know, I started this tradition with our oldest grandchildren. Every Halloween, I dress up Philip and I for them and I let them pick the costumes. So now- Oh my gosh, I love that. I know, I might have to be the pink sugar cookie. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I might that would to, be so fun. I might have to put Philip in this pink apron I'm wearing. <laughs> so for all you'll be you, the baker and you'll be the cookie. Yeah, yeah. For all of you listeners right now, we went out and had an apron made and I'm wearing it. So I did it just for the 
podcast today so I could surprise Sawyer. I have on a pink oh, apron. I have their logo and my name on it. So that's what I'm talking about. And I say for Halloween, Philip may be wearing this pink apron and I'll be the pink <laughs> sugar cookie. So you actually use data to draw up which combinations will do best for the week coming up. Is that right? That's absolutely right. You know, we're a data-driven company. A lot of people don't know that uh, we integrate a lot of our own technology. Uh, we're a tech-driven bakery. And that's just something that you have to incorporate into business these days is technology. And so one of our largest teams here at Crumble HQ is a team of engineers. And um, not only are they building technology, but they're collecting data in order for us to make formed decisions and and be able to move the company forward and give our customers what they want. So when we pick the cookies, we look at how they ran the last time they were on the menu. We look at what flavors do better than others. Um, you'd be surprised. Oreo, people love Oreo. And so we make sure that we are looking at color variations and different textures and what's going to be Instagrammable for that week or or what's in season. There's just so much data that we look at that's crucial to our success. And we love it. That is so fun because I, I follow you, of course, on Instagram and I love your posts. <laughs> You're so nice. I, I really do. So how often is a cookie put back in rotation or do you not even repeat flavors? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, we do repeat flavors, but we have developed well over 150 different flavors. And so there's only so many weeks in the year that you're only going to see a cookie come back maybe one or two times that year. Um, and that's what makes it exciting because people are anticipating their favorite flavor to come back. And so they're always looking to social media saying, is my favorite cookie coming back this week? And if it's not, they're bummed out. But yes, rotation happens but typically one to two times a year. That is so fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. I'm Dr. Megan Sachs. And I'm Dr. Amy Sloshberg. And we're the host of the podcast Campus Killings. Our show covers some of the most sinister crimes to take place on or around school campuses. Or the cases we discuss have a school-connected theme. And with the new school year comes an all-new second season of Campus Killings, which will debut on September 16th, 2023. But if you want to listen to Campus Killings now, you can binge all the episodes from season one. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. So with every podcast, cool. we do a drink of the day and we create the drink of the day for our guest and our topic. So our drink of the day is called Lemon Heaven. So of course I had Ooh. to make one of this week's flavors into a cocktail for today's drink of the day. 
So today we're having a dessert cocktail inspired by your lemon poppy seed cookie. Oh my goodness, I love that. So for this drink of the day, you need two ounces of limoncello, one ounce vanilla vodka, 1.5 ounce of half and half. I'm using a dairy-free version from Silk. You do a small splash of St. Germain, and for garnish, poppy seeds, whipped cream, and crumble cookies, lemon poppy seed cookie. You're going to put everything into a shaker with ice and shake until super frosty. Strain into a martini glass and then top your whipped cream. Finish with poppy seeds and cookie crumbles. This is such a beautiful drink. And like I said earlier, we're virtual, but I have this drink right here. And wow, I'm going to say delicious. Cheers to you. That's so kind. Well, thank you. I wish I would have been prepared to have a treat made for you on the spot. You're so sweet. That's amazing. So I want everyone out there, the secret squad to know you can go to, I've got a secret with robinmcgraw.com and I'll have the recipe on there and a photo of it. And I have to tell you, it is delicious and it is beautiful. And it's all in honor of you. That's so nice of you and your team. I can't wait. I'm going to actually share it with all of our corporate team members here and have them go home and try it out as well. We'll we'll hit up your website. I have to tell you, it is truly delicious. (laughs) Anything with crumble cookies is delicious, wink. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you expand from one bakery to over 400 in just a matter of five years? Yeah, it's been incredible growth. I would have to say Uh, it started out with friends and family wanting to be involved. We never had you know, the intentions of becoming a franchise model. Uh, it started out with my parents working in the first store alongside me. And then they said, we want to be involved even more. And so they opened up the first franchise a few hours away. And then my college roommates started to open up their own stores. My sisters, all of my family members now, cousins, uncles, aunts, uh, immediate family, they all are in the cookie business with me and they all operate stores. And then from there, word of mouth. You know how powerful social media is. People started to see our pink boxes showing up on their friends' social medias. And they said, what is this? And and it just started to grow from there. Uh, word of mouth, organic social media, and the the product. The product spoke for itself and people just fell in love with it. And that's truly how I, I feel like we've been able to grow from one store to now over 550 oh. and many more on the way. Wow. Super, super exciting. I love that your family is so involved. I think that's so wonderful. Oh, it's so fun. I never in a million years thought I would be working alongside my family in this capacity. I never thought I'd be talking about pink frosting and sprinkles <laughs> over a conference table. Yeah. But it is incredible and it's it life has been so much more rewarding uh, and fun being alongside my family. I just love it. That's that's a beautiful story. You've, you've got truly a beautiful story. What does it Thank take you. to become a crumble franchise owner? Yeah. So first of all, it takes uh, love for cookies. You yeah. have to love what you do, right, Robin? Yeah. Yeah. And um, you have to be willing to sacrifice you know, your time and effort to make a business successful. Every one of our stores is locally owned and operated. Uh, here at the corporate level, we only own one store. And so it truly is the business of these local operators that make it what it is today. Of course, we guide them, we help them, but you just have to have the finances, the commitment, the passion, and um, drive, really. That's all it is. Anyone can become a franchise partner 
and do and accomplish what they want to if they have those things. I love it. So tell us about this growth you found from TikTok. Yes. Are you on TikTok, Robin? Yes. <laughs> Isn't yes. it an amazing platform? It's addicting. It's... I have to tell you, it's addicting like <laughs> crumble cookies. Addicting. <laughs> it is. Geez, you can sit there and scroll for hours. But yes. TikTok, we wanted to jump on TikTok in the early stages when it was becoming popular. And so we started to create videos daily and we wanted to showcase our product. We wanted to showcase the world, how amazing cookies can be and how magical they can become again. I feel like cookies were just cookies at a time, but we wanted to reimagine them with our audience. And so we made these really high-end gourmet videos that showcase the feelings, the toppings, the inclusions. And we just started to push out content and build an audience. And now we're one of the largest brands on TikTok. Oh. And so it's been amazing. It's been so much fun. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. And that's wonderful. I really am very happy for you. And and I, I love, I think TikTok is genius. It is so genius. And there's a different audience on TikTok. I think the older generation is now creeping onto TikTok, you know, yes. from Instagram and Facebook. But in those early years, it really allowed us to capture a younger audience. And so we were able to capture, you know, those teenagers, those college age students. Um, whereas at the beginning of Crumble, our target audience were the soccer moms, those moms that didn't want to turn on their hot oven during the summer or pull out all the ingredients or run to the grocery store or just to pick up a gift on the way home from work or or to and to and from so it's it it's been allowing us to be able to capture a different audience than we expected and it's just been awesome oh so wonderful so now i am so <laughs> impressed that you have over 300 employees at your utah headquarters was mm -hmm. scaling so quickly scary Oh, Robin, everything's scary, but yeah. you know what? You just got to fake it till you make it. Right. <laughs> right. And so, um, it was a little scary, but you know, we, we find confidence in one another. And so, um, it's knowing that we're self-funded, that we, um, are not in debt has been super helpful because we, we've been able to grow, uh, effectively and, and healthy, you know, we want to make sure that we're always, building a strong foundation here at Crumble so that we can be a legacy brand and be around for years to come. And so we're always looking into the future to know how many people we need to hire at what specific time in our company. And so absolutely it was scary, but we found really dedicated and passionate people that wanted to be involved in the brand. And from there, it's just been pretty easy. We have an amazing HR team and it's fun to work at Crumble. We have such a good time here and we eat a lot of cookies. <laughs> I love that. You know, I just love that you started from the very bottom. I mean, you created everything you have yourself. I love that. Mm -hmm. Brought the family yes, in. So and much trial and error. Mm -hmm. Our first, our first office was actually in a closet in our first store. So it's been fun to see us grow from a closet to a little bit bigger building now into a three-story building. Aww. And it's just crazy, Robin. If anyone puts their mind to something, they can accomplish it. It's all about willpower uh -huh. and believing in yourself and finding a support system. I, I love that. I love that advice and that, uh, that it's passion is, is there. You can hear it in your mm -hmm. voice. What <laughs> do you get to focus on as COO? Oh, I have the best job ever. So first and foremost, I get to help create all the cookies. 
Uh, I have a standing meeting at 3 p.m. every day and I get to go down to the test kitchen and they have all the cookies laid out in different variations. And we get to say, no, this needs more salt or this needs more frosting or whatever it is. So that's, I oversee the research and development. I also oversee the training that happens day to day at all of our stores. I also oversee the branding. So the pink boxes, everything on social media that you see, um, I get to take part in that. Um, I also get to oversee what we call brand protection. It's important to make sure we're always protecting our brand and making sure we're looking the best that we can in each and every store. And um, last but not least, um, I also get to work with just the overall franchise partners and their success. And so we have a team called Success Coaching. So all of our stores have a representative to lean on and to find support if they're having a rough day or if they don't know a specific policy or process. It's it's a lot, but I have such an amazing team and they are rocking it. They are all rock stars. Oh, that's so wonderful. So COVID times yes. must have been stressful, worrying about losing your mm -hmm. sense of taste or smell. Yeah, it was a pretty scary time. Um, we We were fortunately ready for the COVID, you know, time for time, because we were able to build technology to um, integrate a curbside pickup system that a lot of companies weren't able to do until later on. And so people who didn't have COVID or were able to go out and about, they were still able to come and safely pick up cookies through our technology and taste weekly. And so, you know, we always solve problems through technology and we'll continue to do that with technology on our side. So COVID was rough, but, um, you know, we actually didn't see a decline in sales and, um, we actually saw an increase of sales because people were at home uh -huh. wanting to find joy and happiness and through cookies. I love that's it. exactly what you can find. I love it. So I'm so curious about these development meetings. How many attempts does it take to get a flavor, right? Oh, it depends. Uh -huh. Honestly, Robin, sometimes we nail it the first time, which is pretty rare. Let's be honest. But um, sometimes it can take up to three to six months. So we have a very extensive process we call um, the cookie commandments. And so a cookie has to go through these commandments in order for it to be on the menu at the end of the day. We also have a rigorous testing system. So we have over 50 stores spread out throughout the nation that actually test our cookies and we collect data from our customers and they tell us how they feel about the appearance, the taste, the texture, if they would refer it to a family member or a friend, if the name matches the, the overall appearance of the cookie. So we collect all that data. And if it passes in each category above a seven or eight, then we will put it off the menu. But if it doesn't pass, then it goes back into the kitchen and it gets redeveloped until it does pass. So lots of process here when it comes to development. Oh, that is brilliant. You're not yeah. in there just mixing up a cookie and baking it and sending it out. It is a scientific process to make sure we're getting exactly That's what's going to make right. us taste yummy. And I yes, and it's important for any business owner to listen to their customers. I mean, not everybody's going to love what I love. And so it's important to be able to be adaptive and innovative and give your customers what they want. I have to ask you, do you love raw cookie dough? Oh, Robin, who doesn't? I, Are you I kidding? Know, I know. I love cookie dough. Especially I'd be pinching, right the I'd be pinching that uh, cookie so dough good. every day. 
<laughs> oh, we do. Don't tell anybody, but okay. we do. I won't. I won't. So is it difficult thinking of unique flavors each week? You know, it's not. I think one thing that we have a surplus of is ideas. Yeah. We love to creative think and we love to come up with fun, new nostalgic flavors, maybe newer nostalgic flavors, but where we really win is coming up with flavors that you grew up with. Yeah. You know, was it a specific hard candy or candy bar or muffin or cake? You know, you can turn anything into a cookie flavor if you put your mind to it. And that's absolutely what we're trying to do. That's so fun. I can just imagine how exciting, but how fun it is for you all to get together and create new flavors of cookies. That's just oh, such, it's so much fun. I just love that. Has there ever been a flavor that you were really excited about, but you just couldn't make it work? Oh, yes. So recently um, we redeveloped this flavor and it used to be our Wi-Fi password because it was the worst selling cookie we've ever had. Oh. But we're going to change that. We are going to make it amazing. And it was our maple bacon. So you either love bacon or you don't on dessert. And it's seen um, its high level of traction over the past couple of years. Um, but we feel like we've nailed it. We've nailed this cookie. It's going to come out in a couple of months and it's the maple bacon flavor. So you'll have to try that one, Robin. I'll oh. let me know if you think it's it's good or not. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait because I love bacon. I love maple, love maple bacon. I can't wait to eat that cookie. <laughs> oh, and I can imagine well, good. how good that's going to be for breakfast because I love a sweet breakfast. <laughs> Oh, it's so yummy. You'll love it. Oh, beyond the iconic chocolate chip, which flavor have you seen the biggest response to? Oh, this is such a good question. It it changes from time to time. I'll be honest. But um, I mentioned Oreo earlier in the show. Everyone loves Oreo cookies. But uh, beyond Oreo, I would say where we see our most uh, success is in our brownie bases. Everybody loves brownies too. Yes. It's shocking. So we have brownie batter. We have hot fudge brownie uh, sundae. And people just love uh, those flavors. Um, we've also been seeing a lot of success in our cheesecake flavors. So oh. we've developed cheesecakes into cookies. This week, we actually are running the raspberry cheesecake and it's chilled and it just has that light graham cracker crust and it's so good. Oh, I'm starving right now. That sounds so good. <laughs> yes, I bet cheesecakes would flavors would be really, really, and but I totally get the brownie flavoring. Oh, red velvet. So I yummy. bet that's good. Red velvet cake. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that kind of a cookie. <laughs> Look, I'm already like, oh. Oh, we have it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I want that right now. So there we need are, to create it. We need you to create a cookie for us, Robin. I so come visit to. us and we'll, we'll, we'll allow you to create one and, and we'll put on the menu across the nation. I'm recording this right now, so I'm going to be there <laughs> because I love to create. Oh, I'm so excited. Now my brain is turning. I'm going to I'm going to create a special cookie for you. There are oh, so many it. different flavors, way. so this may be impossible, but do you have a favorite flavor that you've done? Oh, I love a ton of our flavors, but one of my most favorite is the Kentucky butter cake. Have you ever had a butter cake? Oh, I haven't. I haven't had one of those cookies. Yes. So the Kentucky butter cake is so yummy. It has those rich butter notes and um, a little bit of powdered sugar. Ah, oh, you, you have me with that one. Yes. Oh, that sounds so good. There are so many things I could put on top of it. So many ice creams and 
I love mm-hmm. butter cake. Love. Yes, so, it's amazing. What about your parents? Which flavors do they like? <laughs> oh, my dad loves anything peanut butter. You know, those dads, they love Reese's, Reese's Pieces. Um, we have a Buckeye brownie, which is super, Ooh. super yummy. So my dad is all things peanut butter and my mom is all things fruit. So we have a fruit pizza. We have a lemon glaze that she loves. It's a pretty classic cookie. Um, and then we also have a strawberry shortcake. Do you like strawberry shortcake? Oh, it's so good. I do. I do like strawberry shortcake. I don't eat a lot of whipped cream with mine though. Is that funny? <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, the best part is the strawberries, right? Exactly. The shortcake. I love the shortcake. <laughs> yeah. So do you have anything super exciting coming up? You know, we have a lot of new things coming up. We have voice recognition. So when you're at home and you want to order cookies hands-free, you can say, Google, order me crumble cookies. <gasps> really? Or Siri, order me crumble cookies. Again, technology is our best friend. And we're going to create new innovative technology that a lot of people, you know, just aren't doing yet. Uh, we want to be at the forefront of that. We're also um, going to be rounding off 600 stores open here in the next few weeks. And so we're super excited about that. And then we're also going to be expanding into Canada. And so (gasps) opening a new country is super exciting for us going international. That is fabulous. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that is so wonderful. I'm so happy for you. We've come to a place in the podcast that I said we do two things with every podcast. And now we're going to do the game of the day. Ooh, fun. Do you like playing games? Oh, I love games. I do too. I love them. But I only love them if I can win. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we created this game for you and Crumble. And it's called Cookie Knockout. I've been so excited about this week's game, and that's because I get to eat cookies. <laughs> we are going to pin all six of this week's cookies against each other until only one reigns supreme. I have a sports bracket behind me, if you can see, featuring matchups of this week's flavors. You and I will both go through the matchups and pick our favorites until we both pick only one flavor as our top pick. So... Okay, our first matchup is milk chocolate chip versus raspberry cheesecake. Oh, so, this is so hard. I think I know what I'm going to pick, though. So I think I'm just going to put this on my lap because I have all six of them on the <laughs> I tray. love that. Thank you, Jonathan. Yes. Okay, so I have in front of me right here on a plate the chocolate chip and the raspberry cheesecake. So I'm going to take a bite. Of the chocolate hey. chip. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've been so excited about this game. Okay. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? You get to eat cookies. I know. Okay. So now I'm tasting the raspberry cheesecake. And I love raspberries. I have raspberries on my toast every morning. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Mm-hmm. It, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that you'll like the raspberry cheesecake because you don't love milk chocolate you mentioned earlier. Right. It's the winner. <laughs> it's the winner. And oh especially God. if you eat raspberries every morning. <laughs> every morning on my toast. Oh my gosh. That is you so like delicious. <laughs> that is so delicious. It is. 
It's one of our most popular, I would say, the oh raspberry cheesecake. Gosh. So definitely <laughs> I'm picking the raspberry cheesecake. Which one would you pick between those two? You know what? I'm going to pick the milk chocolate. Milk I'm going to go against because I love milk chocolate. I, I already told you that too, but it's so, it's just my go-to. It's my classic go-to. Well, okay. I'm, I'm taking a sip of water to cleanse my palate. Okay. So the next one is the French silk pie. Oh my gosh. And the peanut butter blossom. Ooh, okay. both really good. It's right here. Oh my gosh. I love a good Man, silk pie. Man, I love silk pie. Mm. Man, that is so good. <laughs> yeah, the silk pie has like a light mousse to it wow. with a dark, you know, base. Yes. And then it has whipped cream, which I know you kind of stray away from, so you can avoid that. Mm. And um, chocolate curls on top. Super, super yummy cookie. Oh my gosh. And then peanut butter blossom is pretty... Pretty classic, but it's it's so yummy. This is going to be really hard. <laughs> Are you a peanut butter lover? Do you like peanut butter? I do. I do. I eat Good. almond butter and peanut butter. But They're both yummy. I hate to talk with my mouth full, but this is going to be really hard. I'm going with the French silk pie. I'm, I would agree with you. I'm going with the French silk as well. Wow. I love chocolate. I mm. cannot believe you make that cookie. That is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one do you pick? I'm going to choose the French silk, too. Oh, okay. I know. Now, the next is the lemon poppy seed versus caramel popcorn. Wow. You guys Isn't are that brilliant. Fun? You guys are brilliant. <laughs> so I'm going to taste the lemon poppy seed first. Yeah, the lemon poppy seed has a lemon feeling inside. And so it gives you a burst of lemon flavor, which I love. Oh, and then God. the slight crunch of the poppy seed there with, you know, a, a light glaze. Wow. So super, super yummy. I might have to what finish this whole thing. I have a chicken <laughs> poppy seed casserole I make that my boys oh. just love. They've made it their whole life. Chicken poppy seed. But this is that cookie, of course. <laughs> and now this one is the caramel popcorn. It's pretty eccentric. This is so beautiful. Mmm. Lemon poppy seed for sure. Okay, lemon I like anything seed. lemon. <laughs> I love the popcorn, but the caramel popcorn, but anything lemon is my favorite. Which one do you pick? You know what? I'm going to go with the caramel popcorn mm. just because the caramel is so yummy. We actually make it here in Utah. Oh, really? And we have it shipped out across the nation and I <gasps> love caramel. Really? A good caramel. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. So now we have, uh, I have raspberry cheesecake, French silk pie, and lemon poppy seed. And of those three, I have to pick one as the winner. That's right. It's going to be very tough. I'm going to pick, oh, man. I'm looking at them again. I'm picking the raspberry cheesecake. Oh, I love that. That's Good my choice. winner. That's my winner. <laughs> and you have the chocolate chip, the French silk pie, and the popcorn, caramel popcorn. Yep. yep. And I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose a French silk this oh. week. I love them all, but French silk is my winner. I have to tell you that that's a very beautiful, not only delicious, but beautiful dessert. <laughs> Thank you. That was a fun game. So did yeah. we both win or what? We both win. <laughs> <laughs> right? We, we both win, even though I'm going to okay. be mailing you a, a prize. Oh, I love that. 
good. Okay. Isn't that a fun game? I, I'm so lucky because I got to eat a bite of all a little sliver six of, of each them. cookie. <laughs> and when we hang up, I'm going to finish off all of them. <laughs> okay, you better. I love that. Take some to Phil too and see what which one he likes. I'm going to because I can tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now which one he would pick. I have the pick? game board right here in front of me. Of the first two, he would have picked the chocolate chip. Of okay. the second two, he would have picked the French silk pie. And of the last one, he would have picked the popcorn, caramel popcorn for sure. Nice. And then the winner for him would have been the caramel popcorn. <laughs> he sounds like a big dessert guy himself. I love that. Yes. Oh, your family sounds like a foodie family. So yeah, I love that. They are. And they love desserts, but they and their favorite dessert would be cookies. Oh, yes. And I'm not just My saying that because we're here together today. <laughs> cookies are their favorite dessert, especially I love with that. these they sound flavors. like my type. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cool. And they sound like they're bakers themselves, too. You don't hold you my... grew up baking a lot in the home. And, yes. And that kind of passed on to them. My, my first daughter-in-law, Erica, is an amazing cookie baker. She loves... She, she's a, one of three identical triplets, and they oh, wow. love to bake cookies, and they... They all each have a daughter. And so my granddaughter loves to bake cookies. That's so, so fun. They love that I love I'm that. doing this podcast today with you. <laughs> that yes. is awesome. So sadly, that brings us to the end of this episode. I'm so sad about that. So could you tell all of our listeners how they can find you on social media and find out everything they need to know about Crumble? Yes. So first and foremost... Find us on social media at Crumble Cookies, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, Crumble Cookies, or visit our website at crumblecookies.com. And you can find me talking about Crumble all day long or entrepreneurship at Sawyer Hemsley on any of those platforms as well. So we're always posting yummy, delicious cookie pictures. So oh, yes, you do. I love let's you. Let's connect. I love it. <laughs> so, but before we wrap up, I want to ask you one more final question, because this podcast is all about sharing life-changing secrets. So do you have one major secret that you've learned already in your young life that you can share with our listeners? Yeah. You know, Robin, I, I don't know if it's much of a secret anymore because I've been sharing that secret with a lot of the people, but something that I decided to live by a couple of years ago was it's all about the details. And so whether you're in business or, you know, you're building a relationship or you're, you know, making a recipe, every detail matters. Um, and it will make up the overall experience. And I think a lot of people try to overlook some of those details mm. in whatever they're doing, and it doesn't result in a magical experience. And so for me, my secret is focus on the details and everything else will fall into place. Oh, I love that. That's a beautiful secret. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for sharing that with Thank the listeners. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> it's just been a wonderful time spent with you. So I love that you shared how all of our secret squad can find you. I encourage everyone to find <laughs> out how you can have a crumble cookie today. So secret mm -hmm. squad, as always, head on over to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for more from this episode. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>